this is Molly. And hey, it's Ethan. And you're listening to... Personally, Personally, I I wouldn't. wouldn't. Because we wouldn't. Even though we probably have. No, and it's just because the beginning of the episode. Oh my god, yeah, we're recording. Okay, so uh, <laughs> hi, uh, I'm Sticky, and this is Molly. <laughs> and this is Molly, and this is personally, I wouldn't. Personally, I wouldn't. Um, I would just like to clear the air <laughs> by Why saying that I'm sticky? sticky because I went to the gym with self tanner on, and so now I just feel like you're so brave. Yeah, no. Aren't you it's... afraid you're gonna have like sweat streaks down your spray tan? Honestly, you know what? That's nobody else's business but my own. So yeah. It's like, you'll look like a zebra. It'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll look like a zebra. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. It's intentional. It has been on for, like, seven hours, too, so I'm a little worried, but... It's okay. A anyway. Dark, a dark zebra. Welcome back to the soon-to-be award-winning podcast. Personally, I'm your host, Ethan Walters and... Molly Walters. And this is Personally I Wouldn't. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, we missed you. It's been a minute. <sighs> has it? I mean, yeah, a has. week or however it's long it takes for us to release these. Yes. Um. Yeah. What's up going on with you? Anything new? Um. Yeah. You know, some mental breakdowns. Some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mental breakdowns over men. Mental breakdowns over my mental breakdowns. You know the usual. All in a day's work. All in a day's work. <laughs> yes. But um, today we're gonna be focusing on raising your standards. And holding yourself to a higher standard, speaking yeah. of dating. And, and you're kind of in, like, I have the benefit of reflecting on my time in the dating pool and my experiences with men. Um, however, you're out there. You're alive in action, like, in the right. field and reporting on the sidelines. So... Way, to, way to boast. Way to... <laughs> Rub it in my face. Well, no, I'm yes, just saying. I'm in the war zone. Your perspective is going to be intriguing to me because you are someone who is like currently out there. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you are in the dating scene right now, like Molly can definitely relate. And obviously, I can too. I've been there. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to be coming at things from like a little bit of a different angle. Yeah. Well, we ends. need both. Yeah. And it's also the, you know, girl slash gay perspective we got all the angles we do all the angles and but... not just on here we got them on instagram we got them in your mom's house we got <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> we got, got them everywhere, everywhere. Um, um but yeah so how is dating so far have you, you know, been on any dates recently any men um so yeah last night i went on a date with this guy i've been talking to for a couple weeks it was our first date and this was, like, long anticipated, though, very right? Very long anticipated. It, I remember you telling me, like, a month ago that you had talked to him. Or, like, yeah. started talking to him. So it's been a minute, right? We just, we ended up, like, getting sick. Like, first he got sick, and then I got sick. Oh. And then... So much in common. He went, I know. And then he went out of town, and so it just didn't work out. But finally, we made it happen. And he asked to pick me up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's asking to pick me up. Like, that... So that's cute no cute. that's like big dick energy yeah for sure and then he like uh he didn't come to my apartment which is like mm, but at the same time he doesn't know exactly where my apartment is because it's yeah. kind of a maze so i was like okay but honestly wouldn't it have been like a little bit of an ick to see him like wandering around outside like, <laughs> yeah that would have been an ick <laughs> looking confused yeah okay um so, so i didn't w- come to the door but came and picked you up yeah 
and he like called me when he got there. He didn't just text like outside. You okay, know? cute. I like that. Um, and then so I went outside and he like got out of his car and like opened the door for, or greeted me and then opened the door for me and I was like, oh my god, he picked me up and he's opening all these doors for me. And that just shows you that the bar is in hell. That I'm actually impressed. Like after all the dates I've been on this year, that the bare minimum like impresses me now, which is so sad. It, it, well, yes, but also, like, literally straight men, if you're listening, that's literally all it takes. That's all it takes. Like, the bar is so low. It's so low. Like, you could you could win so many points just by opening the girl's door. Yeah. Coming to her house to pick her up. Like, these are things. You're going to be driving to the place anyway. Mm-hmm. Why not pick her up on the way? Yeah. Like, it just makes, a, it makes you look good. It's sending a good first impression. Mm-hmm. And it kind of tells the girl or whoever you're picking up whether it's a guy or a girl yeah that you care about them enough to like want to go that extra step yeah you know and i think men are afraid of like being creepy like coming off as creepy but it's not creepy and if a girl is like against it she'll let you know she'll be like no let's meet at the restaurant like i don't i don't need you to pick me up like she will let you know yeah yeah no absolutely um, but that's so cute it just feels so like classic a little bit like mm-hmm. almost like kind of like a grease like after school special like oh, i'll pick you yeah. up at eight you know I'll what i mean it was at eight. Oh my gosh. and yeah it was cute so but... what was the date where'd you go so we tried to go to this place but it was closed because it was it closed at like nine it was a wednesday mm-hmm. um so we ended up driving around um and then we ended up at this like pub when it was raining outside it was really cute oh my god and Romantic. we talked yeah and he was very sweet he was a gentleman um and we connected over a lot of things and yeah it went well um but it was just really interesting because I really like this guy so um I just you know had a lot more to think about today usually I'm like whatever but it's just interesting when like the next day when you're thinking about it more than you normally would and then you like notice it and then you're like oh okay well I think you have the benefit of like Okay, now you've met the person. You've taken it from, like, online or wherever Mm -hmm. you met, like, whether it's a dating app or a bar or whatever. Yeah. And now you've kind of had that initial first interaction. And, like, you have more to go on at that point, I feel like. So it's good to check in with yourself and be like, how do I feel? Yeah. Did I like him? Like, was the date good? Oh, the other funny thing was I had class right before the date and I sat in like a seat I normally don't sit in next to this girl that I'm kind of like, you know, I know her in class. That's so brave. And and she, we were talking during our break and she was like, I'm so nervous. I have a date after this. And I was like, no way. Me too. Oh my gosh, cute. And she was like, I'm getting so anxious. I haven't been on a date in 10 years. 10 years? Jesus Christ. How old was she? Like 23. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> the last date she went out, she was like 12. Yeah. And, uh, and she was so cute. She was so anxious. And we were all giving her advice. And we're like, everybody is nervous. Like, everybody feels awkward at that initial meeting. It's just how it is on like first dates. See, I kind of thrive on that. Like, I love like the, the awkwardness. In- not the awkwardness per se. Well, I'm not really an awkward person. Like, I- I could show up and yeah. you could be a weirdo and I'd still have fun because I'm there. Yeah. I think it's because. <laughs> but I think I like the excitement. Like, it's yeah. all anticipation, you yeah. know? Do you think you don't get embarrassed easily? This is on a tangent, but because you are bullied and it's like, yeah, I I do have this 
quality. And I, you know what? I've never really thought about it like that. And I was never like, I was never severely bullied, I don't think. Uh-huh. But like, I do think that if you grow up on the outskirts of like, of feeling included or like popular mm-hmm. and in that vibe, you do learn to like self-regulate and be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, like, I'm here, I'm happy, and, like, who cares? I'm going to have fun. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I do think that there's a certain level of that. Mm -hmm. But also, you just get to a certain point, and you're like, if they're weird, they're weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about me. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to tell her. I was like, if it's awkward, if it's weird, because we were like, what are you afraid of? And she was like, just the awkwardness, and, like, if it's weird, or I'm weird, or, like, whatever. And we're like, then what's going to happen? She's like, I don't know. And we're like, the date's going to go on. But the that's day the is going to go on and that's you're going to wake up the next morning and life will go on. Like, Yeah, you have to kind of take yourself out of it and be like, oh, like what yeah. would happen at that point? Nothing. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. fine. And worse comes to worse, if you want to leave the date, just get up and leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing is keeping you there. So yeah, anyway, so you guys, you had a good time. Had a good time. You talked to this girl through her like mental breakdown. That's nice to yes, know. Yes, but that kind of stirred our... Like, why we wanted to talk about standards today and, like, where we think uh, people should be holding the bar. Like, let's talk about maybe where the bar is right now, you think, in our society. Like, first, we can talk about straight couples. So, for straight couples in society today, where would you say the bar is? I mean, the bar for what? Like, the bar for dating? The bar for, The bar for, um, yeah, let's talk about dating. Well, I will say, I think that the practice, uh, I can't, I like, it's hard for me to speak on the street community because I'm not a part of it really. Like, I don't really know yeah. what it's like in the dating scene other than what I've though. heard from like my girlfriends or like, yeah. you know, people that I like work with or whatever. Yeah. And I do think that there's such a severe lack of like courtship now. Yeah. At least I feel this, especially with like the gay community too. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't exist. Yeah. There's not really any kind of, like, I don't know, maybe you would consider, like, a talking stage, like, courtship. Mm-hmm. But, but it's to not. me, it's not. To yeah. me, I fucking hate, this is literally one of the things I was going to get into later in the episode, but, like, a talking stage to me is, like, I hate it. Yeah. I'm so over it. And it just feels like three years ago, like, maybe that's not as much of a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But to me saying that you're talking with someone tells me that you are not interested in them enough to devote your time and energy to dating them consistently to see if it's worth a relationship. Yeah, exactly. And, like, everyone has a different definition of, Mm -hmm. like, talking, I guess. Yeah. But I'm kind of, like, all or nothing when it comes to, like, people stepping up to my plate. Yeah. Like, you either want me or you don't. You know what I mean? And, like, there's definitely guys who, like, just want sex or like whatever mm-hmm. and that is like that's fine if like that's what i want like okay so you know like get online mm-hmm. but um but yeah other than that it's like unless you are clear with what you want mm-hmm. and come to me ready mm-hmm. knowing that you want a relationship or some mm-hmm. kind of connection with me i'm probably yeah. not interested yeah, I used to be, like, have the pr- – I agree completely. I used to have the perspective, like, oh, well, everybody's human and, like, everybody has a reason. So, like, I need to be empathetic and, like, understand if they want to take things slow and, like, you know, understand their perspective. And I was constantly, like, thinking about them, them, them. Yeah. Like, I need to make them happy, like, blah, blah, blah. 
Which then, can get you into like a lot of sticky that situations. That gets you into yeah. trouble. And now I'm like, you know what? You want me or you don't. And especially with straight men, I have come to the conclusion, people can disagree or agree, um, that straight men typically know, in my experience, if they want to date me, um, or like I know a lot of girls that have had this situation, like they know when if they want to date you like very early on. Like oh, absolutely. all the guys I've ever dated have like the first time they met me they were like yeah i knew like the first time i met you that i wanted to date you and then the ones that i have like had situationships with they just like drag it out and it's it never has like resolved it never becomes no, a relationship it doesn't yeah and let me tell you one thing right now if you're asking yourself does he like me is this gonna work like mm-hmm. he doesn't don't yeah, like you don't, don't delude yourself you should not be confused you would know like when two people like each other, it's very obvious. It's very obvious. And it it doesn't stay hidden for long. Like, mm-hmm. it becomes, like, it happens quickly. Yeah. But as far as, like, straight men, I can definitely relate to, like, I've had a few run-in with straight men yeah. with, on my own when I <laughs> back in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah. Like, they they know what they're there for. Yeah. And they're, not, they're probably not going to tell you if it's not what they think you want. Yeah, exactly. So... Don't delude yourself into thinking that, like, oh, maybe he's just, like, you know, flirting or, like, mm-hmm, waiting to, like, the mm-hmm. moment or whatever. No. No, he's not. No. He's not. They know what they want. He wants sex. Yeah. He wants to raw dog you in the back of a minivan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then go and get Chipotle and go to bed. Yeah. That's it. And he's not going to tell you that. And yeah. he'll be nice. That's what one of my favorite podcasters, Liz, she'll be, she talks about um on her podcast, um date yourself instead she talks about uh like it's really yeah she talks about how it's really easy to be nice like anybody can be nice and I was like oh my god that's so true like men are they are nice and like you could be in a situation ship with somebody for like a year and you're like but they're so nice to me and they do all these things okay but they don't like respect your time and energy enough to like you know put a label on it yeah and I do not fucking believe in oh, I don't believe in labels or I just, I don't like labels. That's bullshit. Like if you really liked me, you would want to be putting a label on it. You would be like promoting the label. And that's not like in a possessive way. That's just like. No, yeah, I think there's definitely a line as far as like knowing when someone wants to be with you because they truly want to be with you Mm -hmm. versus when they want to own you. Mm -hmm. Like there's definitely like you need to make the distinction, obviously. But I think you're right. Like. If Mm -hmm. someone wants, like, if a guy wants to be with you, like, he's gonna put in the effort and, like, the time to do that. Yeah, like, for example, like, I think the difference between possessiveness and just, like, somebody that wants to be with you and, like, wants that label and they want you to be theirs, like, and it's not in a possessive way. The difference between possessive and not is, like... A boner. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is, um... I'm sorry. Sometimes you it's always kind of, say sometimes boner it's randomly. Kind of, yeah, well, sometimes boners come up randomly. <laughs> oh my god! But um, I'm sorry. I don't. Mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. But sometimes possessiveness is kind of hot. It is. Um, maybe that's my that's own damage. That's so toxic. It's so toxic. I'm fully aware. <laughs> that is the damage. But like, that's if the I trauma. had to choose a red flag, that would probably be it. Of yours? No, that I'm attracted. Oh, that to. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's attractive. Yeah. But, but to an extent, obviously. To Same an with extent. Else. Okay, like, for example, my ex, one of my exes, 
Um, Let's give him an alias because Lord knows he's going to come up again. He's going to come up. So this is the number two. Okay. <laughs> In so many ways. Get it? Oh my God. We cannot <laughs> talk about that. Um, <laughs> it just clicked for me. Oh my God. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That story is never um, going to no, see the okay. light of Let's it. call him, what do you want to call him? Jeremiah? Sure. Okay. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. So um, Jeremiah. Which is like nothing close to his name. Yeah. But whatever. Um. Jeremiah, we um, had been dating for like two weeks at the beginning of quarantine when um, things got really serious really fast and I was not ready. I mean, I take some responsibility because I wasn't very clear that I was not comfortable with going that fast. And um, but I feel like there was a lot of pressure on me that I didn't understand was like gaslighting at the time. Um, so we started dating after like two weeks and I literally, when he asked me, I said no. And I was like, no, I'm not ready. And then he made me feel so bad about it until I was like manipulated into saying yes. And that was like, um, you know, a possessive way to like put a label on it. It was like a very, well, he like love bombed you. Yeah. Love bombing way. And then I've had other situations where like, it was very mutual, and I feel like if I if that had happened with other people, like if they had been ready faster than I was, they wouldn't have made me feel like shit about it. They would have been like, okay, like I am at this pace, and you know I would like to move things along, but that's okay if you're not there yet. And then if they have their own like time frame, like let's say they're like it's been like three or four months, and they're and I'm still not ready, like for example, then that's on them that's they shouldn't be putting pressure on me after four months like oh it's been four months like you need to be my girlfriend they should be like look it's been four months i think that in like a normal situation like this is how long it would take and like this is my preference and if this doesn't this like pace doesn't work for you then maybe we're just not meant to be like i think that's a healthy way to approach it completely i mean if they're pushing that hard to like define things Mm -hmm. a they're lesbian or b (laughs) It's, like, it's a, seriously a red flag for me because it just means that, like, they're not really interested in, like, have like getting to know you and really, mm-hmm. like, being sure that they want to spend their time with you. It's more just about them having a relationship, mm-hmm. having someone that they can call their girlfriend or boyfriend yeah. and possess. Yeah, it's a possessive yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Which is extremely common with, like, a lot of people who suffer from, like, insecurities. Narcissism. Like anxiety, narcissism. Like, it, the list goes on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that they're, like, bad people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think a lot of the times they can't even help. Like, most people can't help it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I would definitely say, like, keep an eye out for that because. Yeah. We're going to have a whole other episode on narcissists. Oh, yeah, we got it. That's like a three-part episode. We got it. Okay, so what other, like, standards do you think that people should have when they're – we're talking about, you know, just dating and, like, looking for relationships right now. Like, obviously, if you are looking for something casual, then I think there's a whole different, like, set of guidelines that you can make for yourself or, like, no guidelines. Let's break that down. Like, okay, obviously – relationships tend to work in tiers at least romantically in my opinion it's kind of like 
you start out with like a it's like you're flirting with someone you kind of like them you develop like a little bit of a crush Mm -hmm. b maybe you are either interested in like hooking up with them Mm -hmm. becoming like friends with benefits Mm -hmm. and then there's like c you're kind of like more interested in a relationship something more serious long term yeah you know what i mean and so like obviously you don't have to progress you to like option c like you mm-hmm. you kind of just pick and choose like whatever where you you're want. at yeah yeah and like life. whatever makes you happy you know mm-hmm. what i mean but i do think that depending on what you're looking for the standards or your expectations are going to be different yeah i think that the older i've gotten like i used to be like oh well a relationship will just like happen and i could just go from like b to c like just jump there if we like each other enough like i could be in a situation for six months and then you know suddenly they'll fall madly that doesn't happen though no like i used to think that way and now i'm like you know what i have to have like respect for myself before somebody else is gonna you know see that and ultimately i think the attitude you go into it's all about the the relationship with is ultimately going to define whether Mm -hmm. or not a they last and b how the other person responds to you and what they like come to expect from you yeah because if you go out there on the dating app saying like oh like i don't really know what i want Mm -hmm. like i'm just kind of like whatever happens happens like if i meet someone that's great and we'll have fun it's like that there's definitely the possibility of finding a boyfriend Mm -hmm. but in all likelihood like you're it's not nothing serious is going to come from that attitude because you're not taking your dating life seriously yeah you know exactly. what I mean and if you aren't they're then not. they're not going to either yeah which is fine if you're not like in that place mm-hmm. but I think that it's important to recognize what you do want before you get out there exactly so at this point in my life something that really helps is like writing down all the things that you want in a partner it's kind of along the lines of what you're just saying like i want them to be like when you're writing this list you think about um you know their inner qualities like i want them to have a good work ethic and then you look at yourself and like you're like okay do i have a good work ethic? yeah and it's character it's like yeah what kind of character like characteristics do i want my partner to have yeah, and whenever I've been in, like, a good place in my life, that's when I've found myself in relationships because I've held myself to a higher standard. Yeah. And I'm not just, like, accepting anything that walks through the door because I know that I deserve better. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, like, writing that list out just helps you, like, visualize and manifest the type of life that you want Um, because you're writing, like, okay, this is – the person that I want to attract so this is what I need to work on um and that doesn't mean that like you have anything wrong with you that just means that you are recognizing like what you bring to the table and what you expect your partner to bring to the table yeah mm-hmm. but also like be realistic yeah be realistic you know what I mean? like yeah if there's some shit that you have going on like work on it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like no one's perfect no one's a saint and like I would never like expect that from someone else because I know how like I have my own demons and my things that I need to work through but also like do recognize that like you are deserving of someone great Mm -hmm. um because you're great ultimately yeah exactly 
Um, but there's definitely like a right time, I think. Right time for what? To like put yourself out there and be in the space of a romantic yeah. relationship. I think if it, you're just like out there to have fun, go for it. Yeah, like no shame. Yeah. Skip that therapy session. Like <laughs> who needs it? I mean, you probably do. Your 20s ultimately. are for going crazy. But um, but yeah, like have fun. I will say, like, if you're hooking up with someone, like my <laughs> at least previously my standards were like not that my standards were low, but my expectations of like how I would let men treat me mm-hmm. was very differently. Yeah. From how I would perceive potential boyfriends. Yeah. Which is something I kind of regret now, honestly, because mm-hmm. I think I did create that dichotomy in my head mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, okay, like, this guy's, like, obviously not going to be a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. but it's fine if he treats me like this as long as we're in a relationship, which is not not a healthy thing to do. Yeah. Because I think ultimately over time that can really erode the way you Mm -hmm. perceive yourself. Yes. Which, thankfully, like, I didn't let affect me too deeply. I don't – I mean, obviously, there's – I have plenty of trauma for men in the Mm -hmm. past – um but um yeah i think that like making sure that you're maintaining your own self value is really essential it's to really important. how other people treat you and perceive you yeah so i have two thoughts before i forget them number 1 like you just said with the self value like you are stuck with yourself for the rest of your life you really and are i think back to like my past relationships where i like beat myself up for ending them or whatever but it was because I was at like a place where I didn't feel right internally like I didn't feel like I had internal peace and I I don't beat myself up anymore because I'm like you know what not having that internal peace would have led to problems later on and because I put my focus on that like I am giving myself and my partner whoever I'm with like the best possible chance because I'm putting all like my effort into being like the most peaceful and like strong and have the best self-worth that I can and that's going to reflect outwardly yeah completely yeah the other point I totally forgot but (laughs) (laughs) okay well we'll come back to it if you remember you were talking about men Treating you like trauma. shit yeah. and giving you trauma. I mean, I'm, we could go on and on about that forever. But um, <laughs> well, let's get down to what we really wanted to discuss for this episode, um, which I feel like is a good segue um, on the topic of dating. What are some of the red flags or like icks you experience when you're dating men? Like, is there anything that you like that really just catches you off guard, would catch you off guard, is like totally off-putting to you in dating someone. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind is not asking me questions on a date. Oh my God, bitch. What are you doing there? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a TED talk. This isn't a TED talk. Like I didn't, (laughs) I did not sign up for like (laughs) the short story of your life. Yeah. I mean, I did like, I want to hear about you, obviously. And like, hopefully you're interesting enough that I like, Mm-hmm. care to ask questions yeah but like seriously mm-hmm. it's a two-way street like mm-hmm. you know make sure that you're engaging in the conversation along with that like mansplaining like just assuming Ooh, that i don't know too. something i'm like no okay, that hits i don't that know hits it me but too. <laughs> yeah. don't assume that i don't and just because you're gay doesn't mean that you can't mansplain to other men yeah like i ugh, 
People do that? Oh, yeah. All the time. Huh. And I think maybe because I also, like, tend to date older than my age. Yeah. I fall into the category of, like, people presuming that I am naive or, like, don't know about things. Mm-hmm. Which, obviously, at a certain age, I think is fair. Like, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. But anytime a guy has come off, like, condescending or, like, talking down to me or, like, attempting to mansplain something to me, oh, my God, like, it is the biggest boner killer it's, like yeah it is like so unattractive to me mm-hmm. and ultimately ultimately it makes you look stupid too mm-hmm. because you aren't showing me the respect that i deserve exactly even if it's not something that i'm like an expert on yeah like feel out the room before you like delve into like a lecture a 20 minute yeah. lecture on like fucking you know auto parts yeah. or something like who knows you know what I mean it's like whatever it is just mm-hmm. like read the room first you know I remember I was on a date recently with this guy who was very successful and he was Steve just Jobs. like I felt like I Wait, was no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I felt like I was at like school and like the professor was like talking to me and I didn't know the answer And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I'm on a date right now. Like, I should not feel this way. Like, you should not be making me feel bad that I don't know about this one historical event that happened 50 years ago. Okay? Like, I don't know everything. And if I don't, then, like, tell me. Yes. Okay. And to that point, though, I will say there's a distinction between, like, sharing something that you're, like, interested in academically or, like, really passionate about. Like, if a guy is just talking about something that he loves and is, like, so interested in, and if it's something that, like, I don't really understand or, like, Mm -hmm. goes right over my head, Mm -hmm. if he loves it and is talking about it, like, with passion and a feeling, Mm -hmm. not in, like, a luxury, like, preachy way, but, like, just sharing his, like, passions, Mm -hmm. nothing is, like, more attractive to me. Yeah, that's cute. That's Mm -hmm. so cute. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you're sitting there, like, being, like, oh, you don't know what this is, like, that's embarrassing. Like, no, don't be an asshole. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's gross. It's giving, like, middle school when you'd, like... It's giving the popular child. Someone would bring up, like, a band and you'd be like, oh, like, I don't know them. I've never heard that. They'd be like, <laughs> you don't? You like, don't? that's what? No, I you don't. I mean? Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Now when people say that, I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, never heard of them. You just say, blank, like, plainly. You're just like, no. Yeah. And then they're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, and then they <laughs> because then they, they feel don't like expect the weirdo. you yeah. to be like no <laughs> they expect you to be like oh yeah i'm yeah. sorry and like you know that being said scary. i've never said i don't know what a song is when someone asked me about it they're like oh do you know that song i'm like Absolutely. yes yes i know this band yeah i know everything even mm-hmm. if i've never heard them in my life <laughs> i love that yeah it just comes out like it's I, like it's, when you have a t-shirt it's of not voluntary. Or, yeah. or something like with a band and they're like name three songs. Well, no, but see, like I would never wear a band t-shirt for like a band that I don't actually like. You know oh, I mean? would. Would you? But I would probably make up three songs and be like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've never heard that song by them? By the Beatles? A, yeah. It's an old album. You don't yeah. know. Shut it's up. super niche. It's from their unreleased. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's hysterical. Wait, what's. What would the song name be? <laughs> the song name would be... Panda Cups. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just said that because there's literally a Panda Express cup behind just, me. Panda Cups. The together two words. <laughs> yeah, the song's called uh, Colonial Child. Um, um, okay, yeah. let's... So we do have lists that we've created of Hinge slash Dating X. Do you want to yeah. read off some of yours? Yeah, uh, so those were really great. Um, one for me is like... Say you're going into, like, a first date 
or even like I don't know first couple dates to me mm-hmm. is like this obviously if you're just getting out of a long-term relationship I think this is maybe going to be a little harder to do but also you shouldn't really be on the dating scene if you're just getting out of a really serious relationship I don't think like mm-hmm. I think there's like a certain amount of time that's healthy yeah. to take before you're like looking for a real relationship yeah agreed. bringing up your ex oh like, I hate in it in the first few dates yeah like I just like I don't like I know everyone has a history mm-hmm. and like that's fine I'm really like I don't care if you have an ex like obviously I do too but like don't like just you don't like I feel like it's social etiquette to avoid bringing it up at least initially yeah like if you're at the point where like you're getting serious and like you want to talk about it yeah because you feel like it's significantly like your previous relationship obviously has significantly affected you and mm-hmm. your own dating philosophy and how you feel about like approaching romantic relationships like yeah love it go for mm-hmm. it but like first thing out the gate Mm-hmm. is just a red flag to me because it tells you know what it tells me it tells me that you're not over your ex yeah exactly that's the first thing that i think of yeah. when somebody starts i'm like oh you're not over them yeah mm-hmm. and at that point like no matter how much i like you i'm gonna walk away mm-hmm. yeah don't want to deal with that yeah don't want to get mixed up with that um number two for me is drinking milk <laughs> <laughs> not not only as a lactose intolerant but like as a <laughs> as a grown man <laughs> You're going to order a glass of milk? I know straight men that still just drink a whole glass of milk. The way I would scream bloody murder and leave, like, run out of the building. Oh, my God. He would lift it up to his lips to take a sip and I would smack it right out of his hand. He'd have milk on his mustache? That's kind of hot, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd lick it right off his mustache. If they have a mustache, then it's different. If they have a mustache, it's a different story. It's different, okay. But men with mustaches can do no wrong. Yeah, that's in true. My book. I agree yeah. with this. Um, I agree with this fact. But yeah, no, drinking milk, get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, it's Agreed. 2023. There's other options. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, what are some of yours? Um, When guys ask to kiss you. Okay. I always say no. <laughs> <laughs> I just say no. Do you really? No, you don't. Or I run away. I'll just... <laughs> you say no. Has like, a guy uh, asked to kiss you and no. you were like, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I've been like, uh, no, Works. thanks. <laughs> that's, that's kind because, in the best way. Because I don't want to be asked. It's like immediately no, turned off. You know what? You're right. And I, I like, part of me is sympathetic to these men. They don't because want to be creepy. They you would... don't want to be. Well, yeah, it's yeah. like we're living in the age of me too like everyone is scared of being labeled a predator a rapist blah blah blah, whatever but you can give body cues yes so this is where you have to like you have to read the room yeah non-verbal cues yeah and like let's be honest usually you know if mm-hmm. someone wants to kiss you yes like there's signs you're gonna like maybe touch them on the arm you're looking mm-hmm. into their eyes like you're looking at their lips, mm-hmm. which to me is like a very good indication. Whenever I want a guy to kiss me, if it's like a first mm-hmm. date or something, I would like look into his eyes and then kind of glance down at his lips. Do you get that from Seventeen magazine? No, is that a thing? Yeah, I read that when I was like thirteen. Oh my god! Well, it's a proven philosophy. It's like yeah. you're sending the signal to them mm-hmm. that you are looking at their lips and they mm-hmm. you want to kiss. Yeah, and then you look back at them, but mm-hmm. it's like a con that works. I promise you. You just have to like. Yeah, execution is important. Yeah. It's like the bend and snap. And if you're the you person gotta, like, you gotta receiving do it right. or giving, mm-hmm. 
pick up on those cues. Yeah, and lean in. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't like go for a kiss if yeah. the if the mood's not right. Mm-hmm. But like, there's nothing wrong with like getting close and like, I think like lowering your voice can be mm-hmm. very erotic. Like, even whispering something in someone's ear. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Please <laughs> <laughs> whisper milk, you psychopath. Oh my god! If someone whispered milk in my ear, that would feel like a hate crime. It's like get the fuck out. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely though. No, but because I actually have a friend, well, now friend, but um, who asked me if he could kiss me because we we met by like going out on a date, like mm-hmm. initially. A great friend, lovely guy, but. On one of our, like, first or second, uh, we, we went on, I don't know, we went on, like, two or three dates total. But, like, on one of our first few dates, he asked me if he could kiss me. Mm. And it just, like, it no. really killed the moment. It did. No. It just does. It takes you out of it, out of the moment to, yeah. like, I don't know. It just is too, like, it's just, formal. It yeah. makes me feel like it's I'm in, like, formal. an HR meeting. That's what it is. It makes me feel like you're my dentist. Yeah. Or something. May I put this yeah. My, tongue my in lips your mouth. against you. Yeah. It's disgusting. I don't wanna like let's not talk about it. Just yeah. stick your tongue in my throat. <laughs> um, yeah. okay, number two. Um, let's see. When people say just to play devil's advocate. Yuck. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Gross. No, yeah. It also like it. something about it get that's feel like that's a very straight guy thing too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It is. Why do they? Why? Why? Why do you feel the need to play devil's advocate? Devil's advocate. Yeah, My no roommate. No one is asking you to do that. Yeah, she hates people that say that. She's no like, one's asking fight. you. This isn't a political debate. No, you like, don't need to play devil's advocate. This isn't a Stop. social studies paper in the ninth grade. There's yeah, there's no debate. Mm-mm. No. Um. Let's see. You know, obviously holding a fish. For me, oh, this is what a big one for me. When their gym is their only personality trait. Ugh. I don't know. Have I don't maybe more. girls feel differently about this, but especially in the gay community, if I go thing? to your Instagram or your dating profile and all I see is photos of you like flexing in the mirror at the gym. Mm-hmm. And all you talk about is the gym. Don't get me wrong. I love, like, to work out. I think it's fabulous. Like, literally came from the gym, like, an hour ago. But, like, you have to – that can't be the only topic of discussion. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about how much you can bench. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) What if they can bench your body weight? Uh, That's fun. I'll let you do that. (laughs) That that I would love to know about. Yeah. But, like, giving me stats on, like, what you benched. It immediately goes in one ear and out the other. I don't like. I literally inside my head, I'm like, yeah. I never asked for a reason. <laughs> like, I don't hear it because yeah. it's so uninteresting to me. Yeah, and it's so boring. Like, find something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I love people who actually take care of themselves and mm-hmm. work on their fitness. Like, to me, that's very attractive. Mm-hmm. But like, when that's the only thing you can talk about. Yeah. Oh, yawn. Okay, well, that... It's just, like, to me, it tells me that you don't have a personality. I was just going to say, my coworker and I always talk about how guys... We're just... This is whole podcast is just us hating on straight men. Yeah, but... fuck you guys. <laughs> Get your shit together. Um, But 
we always talk about how um i'm gonna slip through the straw it's gonna be like men, an ASMR. <laughs> men tend to have you know this is a generalization and Penises. i know men that this is not true for oh. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that there one. are men who don't have penises they're out there true um i was gonna say men tend to have like one hobby have you noticed that the they like stick with and they become obsessed with okay so there's like car guys okay yeah golf guys yeah gym guys yeah gamer guys no you're right like, there's just, like, like one thing that there's maybe like with. five different categories of men yeah based on their interests. fish guys absolutely milk guys <laughs> <laughs> milk guys no milk guys removed from the all the men who still drink <laughs> whole milk from a cow's teat should be put on an island to die. Oh my god. And you know what? You can leave the cows there with them too. They can they can eat and no, drink that milk till they cows. till their heart's content. Not the cows. They don't want to be there. It's against their will. Yeah, that's true. That would be cruel to the um, cows. But women, on the other hand, um, we were talking about my coworker and I, how all the girls we know tend to have like many things that they're interested in. Like I I'm interested in music. Yeah. In piano. And swimming, she's interested in like dance and music yeah. and Pilates and yeah. cooking. It's like all these different things. And it's really interesting that I don't know. I well, mean, no disrespect to like having hobbies. I think it's great to have a passion. It's just really, um, it's kind of like annoying when somebody, I think it goes into like the narcissist, like immaturity. Um, type that like is the type of person to consistently talk about going to the gym and like yeah. benching whatever yeah. like they just want to talk about that one thing that they're super passionate about it's great that you have something you're passionate about but like let somebody else contribute to the conversation we don't just want to hear about one topic like let's yeah, diversify even if it's something that maybe you don't know as much about or like it's mm -hmm. not your favorite thing to do like yeah i love to hear about what other people are interested in yeah like I would almost way rather talk about what something else, someone else is interested in or loves doing for mm -hmm. their hobby that I have no experience with. Because that's mm -hmm. something that's like niche, totally new to me that I mm -hmm. like, like that's exciting. But mm -hmm. like when it's something that's like so generic and like everyone does. Yeah. That's not even that interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, move on. I think it becomes annoying. Like the reason we're hating on straight, straight men is not all straight men. It's it's mostly men that it becomes annoying when they have like a one track mind and they're not like you said they're not interested in like discussing other things and they're no. not being open minded. Whereas a lot of women, you know, another generalization that you know it's not always true, but a lot of women I know they are interested in like trying new things. And when you have a hobby you're really passionate about, they want to talk about it. They want to get to know you. And when you know, straight couples are on dates. The I know a lot of women that will just like sit there and listen to the guy go on and on because they aren't they want to know about it. Yeah. But the guy, it's not the same respect. And this doesn't have to be for straight couples. This could be, you know, for anybody that like has, you know, a closed minded personality and is like dating somebody who's open minded. Yeah. Whatever sexual orientation you are. But I think that's when it becomes annoying. It's like you don't want to hear what other people have to say well 
you know what just occurred to me is like you mentioned women tend to be more multifaceted with their interests Mm -hmm. which i think is true in the Mm -hmm. same way that gay men have to wear many hats as far as like Mm -hmm. you have to be both a man but -hmm. you don't really fit in with the like the hyper masculine straight guys and you don't really fit in with the like women at least 100 percent of the time you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah so you kind of are in this middle area where you have to you know find things that you really enjoy that are both like would be considered masculine that you can like maybe relate to with a straight guy and talk Mm -hmm. about with your straight coworkers, yeah but also like things that you like you know on tv like say whether it's you know makeup or like Mm -hmm. cooking or whatever it is that you can relate to with your girlfriends like I think women feel that to a degree too just because like traditionally into a patriarchal society well that but like just the expectation expectations on women traditionally have been Mm -hmm. so great like you have to be so many things everything yeah you have to be a mother you have to be a girlfriend you have to do this you have to be able to know how to cook you have to know how to be cool you have to be fun but not too fun you have to Mm -hmm. be smart it's like barbie movie rant but like you have to know football you have to know like yeah i just think that the the breadth that we're expected to cover is greater in some areas Mm -hmm. which you know what i mean obviously is not always the case like there's i know plenty of straight men who are very intelligent like Mm -hmm. have multiple interests and they're like a pleasure to talk to like i love like straight men and we'll have a blast Mm -hmm. but i think there are people who just kind of feel that they have their set of interests or their job or whatever it is mm-hmm. and that kind of can remain stagnant for them and just like define who they are and to me anyone who like accepts their life and the things that they do at face value is like you're just not growing you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. and i think that if you're not looking to other people to find new interests like you're never going to develop in that way well, I think for straight men especially, there's no societal pressure for them to wear all these hats. Like the well, yeah. the pressure is for them to be really good at one thing. The pressure mm-hmm. is for them to be successful. And so that turns into like them becoming obsessed with like certain things and being really good at it. And there's no pressure for them to like have interest in cooking as well and like yeah clothing and fashion which i'm sure to. like is its own pressure within itself because mm-hmm. you're expected to be like the breadwinner or yeah. like super successful or like whatever like i'm sure that comes with its own like set of like stressful mm-hmm. uh you know whatever the fuck an- mm-hmm. anxiousness but um but yeah i just think that the the expectations for women and and for men who are gay or like maybe don't fit that like norm mm-hmm. are drastically different in a lot of ways. Also hot take, but I, if I see a selfie in a man's profile, I will immediately swipe left. Is that bad? No, but I also think that like for me, I don't care as much. I think with gay, gay men, this is like maybe where it's we different. divulge. It's a little yeah. different. Interesting. Plus try and like, try and show me a gay man who doesn't have like at least one selfie on his mm-hmm. instagram or something like it doesn't exist it's impossible it doesn't exist oh, and i think it's just part of our culture mm-hmm. but like for straight men i do think it's like it's 
it is an ick for some reason. And also, I've heard this from other girls too. Why are they wearing sunglasses or a hat in every picture? Why are you in a picture with multiple people? And why are there a bunch of women in your face? Like, these are basic things. Wait, Going explain. back to... Okay, so you mean in a dating in profile. In a dating profile. Okay, yeah. I'm talking about dating profiles right now. So, like, why do you feel the need to um, have women in, like, five of your pictures that you're like surrounded by groups of women why is that a necessity on your dating profile when you're trying to pick up a woman well Number that doesn't two, look good period and why yeah do, yeah do they think it looks good i don't know what's no. going on um also why are you wearing sunglasses in every picture what's yeah, going on with we want to see your eyes these are basic standards like women don't don't settle like don't yeah. settle for these people no and it's men not good. take notes yeah you whoever's listening you are amazing you're beautiful you deserve love you amazing, you're beautiful you pot if you don't drink cow milk we love you <laughs> if you do get the if fuck you out. do stop right now yeah go get some khalifa it's what's not it too called late. khalifa <laughs> the almond milk with khalifa no the almond milk brand what's it called it's like khalifia or something girl what khalifia go get some oat milk have you seen Why that one? Why say like a Midwestern oat milk? <laughs> That's the name of the brand. Oat milk, M E L K. M A L K. Yeah. No. What? Yes. Oh my god. The girlies will know. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The apparently, I'm girlies. not up to date on my like uh, almond milk brand. I'm not. I'm not a, personally. I'm not a big fan of almond milk. Yeah, me and Molly. If you don't know, we're both lactose intolerant. <laughs> just prepare yourselves. This is going to be an ongoing scene. That should be podcast. another podcast episode. Is yeah. just our stories. Oh yeah, the number of times I've shit my pants. <laughs> that could be like Same. Ken Burns miniseries. Like, <sighs> yeah, but yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. Hold yourself to a higher standard. You're beautiful, whoever you are. Um. Even if you're a straight man, we love you. Um. How do you feel about guys that are like really clingy or emotional? clingy or emotional yeah um like is depends that, okay it depends like, is it's that something you look for in a guy or like would that no. be to you be like uh, I don't just know. personally i like them a little bit standoffish and to i like the trope like i hate everyone in the world but you okay which is really toxic. so like hannibal lecter and like clarice or whatever yeah basically or like damon salvatore from vampire diaries oh say less oh Ugh watching it that's my anyways father. i'm trying to wrap this up okay um yeah you're deserving of all good things when you hold yourself to a higher standard you will receive a higher Dick. standard oh yeah. yeah you will receive better and manifestation is real when you envision yourself with somebody amazing then you're gonna attract them into your life what does Kendall Jenner yeah, say? Yeah, but you also can't just picture it. What does Kendall Jenner say? She's like, I don't chase, She cuts I the cucumber. Oh, yeah. Don't chase the trap. No, but honestly, I think that is a really good motto to live by. Mm-hmm. You you have to... What it comes down to is, like, knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. Which people love to throw that saying around. Mm-hmm. But there is, like, a power in that. Mm-hmm. And you have to get... In my opinion, you have to get to the point where you're kind of like... Well, maybe I'm a mess, mm-hmm. but I'm so capable of love. Mm-hmm. I really care about the people that are in my life. Yeah. And I'm devoted to them and taking care of myself and finding my own happiness. Yeah. I was just going to say, having self-worth is not 
like you achieve it and then you're going to have it forever. Like you have to work for it every day yeah. and it's, you're not always going to have a high self-worth. Um, you're, it's, but I think it's not a can, linear process. It's different than self-esteem it in is the way that you can, self-esteem is constantly ebbing and flowing. Changing, it's yeah. constantly changing. But knowing your worth, I think is something more constant and it comes yes. from like having the inner peace to recognize that maybe you're not perfect and yeah. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to make mistakes and fuck up. Mm -hmm. But you, that doesn't mean that you don't deserve happiness. And to find someone, or not find someone, but be really happy and content with your life. Yeah. um, Just doing what makes you happy. Because fuck everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you happen to find that with someone, as long as you're coming from that place, I think that you're not going to run into a lot of issues. Because... You're only going to accept people into your life who see you and value you the same way that you do. Yeah, but it is a journey. I think for some people, self-worth comes naturally. And for other people, they have to work for like self-love and yeah. self-worth. So I think it can be a journey to get there. But like you said, once you have it, um, it's more constant than like self-esteem. And it's worth it. Yeah. So on that note, we love you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Um, stop taking pictures with fish. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the dating profiles with fish. We can't even get into that. Stop taking pictures with fish. Yeah. Don't ask if. Don't ask my permission to kiss me. Don't ask permission. Yeah. Just read the room. Read the room. Mm Hmm. Have good breath though. Yeah. Get some mints. Yeah. Get some alkaloids. Um, and that's it. That's it. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Get love out there you. and go on some dates. If you're not following us on Instagram. Instagram is personally <laughs> I wouldn't podcast or yes. personally I wouldn't pod. Yes. Um, yeah. Give it a follow and like and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.